Gate 14 podcast, and what a last 48 hours. What a week this is going to be. The vibes can't be any higher. We got Toronto Blue Jays baseball on Thursday, St. Louis road trip vlog, and Alec Manoa is our guy. So let's go right into it. I mean, let's let's discuss the most excited man that Alec Manoa tweeted at us, Jeremy Roach, who said, I saw it, and uh, no response after that. JR, what's up, brother? How we doing? Not much. I know the boys were, <laughs> were wondering if I saw what was happening but i saw it i saw it and uh okay i mean we kind of saw it coming at some point for the interaction between alec manoa and gate 14 and it happened quicker than i expected yeah i knew i mean listen and the thing is i didn't expect him to see that because i just tweeted it i didn't say his name or anything along those lines it was just kind of a tweet and uh, I, I'm surprised that out of all the ones, like out of all the times we have tire pumped Alec Manoa, that's the one that he saw is crazy. But yeah, that's just how the internet works. Avery, what's up, man? Uh, that's probably the best one for him to see, though, to be honest, like us fighting for him, you know, just getting in the mud for Alec Manoa instead of just like pumping his tires, you know, because he gets yeah. that a lot. Like he should. He's he's getting Cy Young votes as a guy and one of the aces of a really good baseball team. But then we fight for Alec Manoa when he doesn't see it and people need someone to fight back. That's what, that's see, what Johnny this is was my doing. Thing, though. This is my thing. I am under the impression that at some point he thought that was us in the video. It, that's my, I, I just have second doubts. Cause a lot of people were like responding saying, why would you ask him to come on the podcast after saying this? Do you think Alec Manoa thought that was us in the video? Maybe no. at first, but mm. I think he's smart enough to know. Um, yeah, I don't think he was. I don't think he thought it because, like, in the past when he's uh, quote tweeted, he usually rips people apart. So I like he just put laughing emoji because, like, I'm pretty sure he was just laughing that you. Okay, yeah, because like usually he says something. Like in the past, he's always said something. Like yeah, he that's a good says, point. Like, that's a good point. But and, and, it did. I do see where, like, if people don't follow the pod, of how they could think. I mean, I don't know if they actually just read it. I mean, they'd understand that <laughs> it would make no sense why We're someone would rip apart the person. Yeah, but I guess it did sort of look like it was a podcast. So, I mean, it was a pod, but it just looked like, oh, th- like why are they ripping apart their own pod type thing? But it's a good point. That's a good point. I, I listen. A lot of people were. We're caught in my crosshairs yesterday with the responses to that tweet. I mean, people were saying like there was four or five people that, you know, are like just middle aged men that don't really understand the concept of Twitter. And they were just like, why would you ask him to come on the podcast after calling him fat? And I just fucking put them in a blend, like a legitimate blender and just ratio the shit out of him out of them as well. So a lot of guys did say, oh, shit, I didn't realize that. I'll take a lap, and I kind of felt bad after. But when I'm in war mode, man, just fuck, just step aside. Like, just step aside because the, the floodgates are open, and I'm not stopping. So a lot of people did get caught in the crosshair. So you truly hate to see it for those people. They might never listen to the podcast, but at the end of the day, you're in the crosshair. So welcome to hell. Well, H- Hubs, the guy who said it, by far got it the worst. You that was the best ratio work of your day. Yeah, no, I I doubled his like likes and stuff like that, and then for um, a guy who has a hundred and fifteen thousand followers, he couldn't even get more likes than than his little brother Blue Jays podcast. But then he had to fucking follow, hey? Yeah, he followed us after. I don't really. Yeah, no. Listen, I, Jr. doesn't even know he followed us. We talked about it in the chat yesterday. This is so. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he followed us and Barstool Carl followed us and Barstool Carl ended up DMing us about um, us doing stuff for them. I I don't know. Like, where do you stand with that, Avery? Like, because obviously I don't know if they have that big of a following, like compared to us. Like, I know a lot of people rip on the Barstool baseball show. So, like, where do you stand with that? Like, I mean, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, at this I, guess point. Good point. I think I think they they stand for the same like not morals, but they say for the same message as us is like, they're an unfiltered. And like, I feel like it but they're not sense. funny guys though. Carl is no, funny. they're not. They're older. Obviously they're, they're older than us. That's but... why the whole comment thing, even hubs just saying that, you know, he's trying to be funny. Like it's not obviously mm-hmm. multiple people on Twitter say that. And then he comes out and says it 
being the face of it. So he should get absolutely ripped apart because it's a ridiculous statement. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to be funny. And I just don't think he's that funny of a guy. Johnny said that we were, as this was happening, Johnny and I were just ripping up PGA ranked yesterday. Yeah. Like just the tweets <laughs> were going off as Johnny was waiting for his shots. Like that's what was going on. And he's like, yeah, if Big Cat said that, it might be kind of funny because he's trying to be a funny guy all the time. But then it's like, it's hubs. It's just there was... it's a little bit different. And then what did Karabas end up saying to you? Yeah, no. So Karabas just DM'd and he was like, is this like, this is your Jay's podcast, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> then he just responded with like the laughing emojis and stuff like that. But uh, the other stuff we said, I'll just keep that obviously between us. But he is, uh, yeah, Karabas is a gate 14 guy. He loves the boys. So. Um, I'm hoping he uh, comes down to Toronto. And Carl said we'll, he wants to meet up with us too when he comes down to Toronto. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was a weird, it was a funny situation because obviously I sent the tweet and it kind of like died down a little bit. It wasn't really that like crazy. And then I just got a notification. Like to, I was watching March Madness, I got a notification. I was like verified, like Alec Manoa quote, like with the laughing emojis. And I was like, is this my other account just sending me a notification that he tweeted maybe or something like that? And then I click it and I just see the gate 14 podcast under it. I was like, holy fuck. But where do you guys stand on this? Like, obviously there was hundreds, probably fifties to hundreds of comments saying, come on the gate 14 podcast. He didn't acknowledge any. Are we Alec Manoa guys? If he doesn't come on this show, like, where do we stand with this? Because I mean, we can't be fighting the fight one way. Like we can't have a guy that we're standing up for. Just not at least acknowledge us. I mean, I guess he kind of did, but not like not acknowledges soldiers in the fucking battlefield. What's up with that? No, we can, we can keep fighting. We can keep fighting. That's, that's what we're here to do is keep fighting. No matter what we don't need the recognition. That's not the guys we are. We're not, we're not going to be, um, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is here. We're not going to be greedy like that. All right. We're going to fight no matter what. Mm-hmm. We're going to scrap. One he, knows day we exist. he knows we exist. That's, yeah, my, that's my brother talked to him about him to his face. He knows. And now he's seen it. It's all going to come together. It's, he's going to remember that one game we played against each other. 17 new year in, uh, in Georgia East Cobb as well. He's going to, all the dominoes are going to start to fall. Alec Noah is going to come on. Which they are starting to fall for this podcast. I mean, things couldn't be going any better. And I'll let the people know here. We got a big meeting tomorrow. So everyone in the comments and tweet at us, tweet good luck gate 14 at us. Let's get the positive vibes up. We have a massive, massive fucking meeting tomorrow for the brand. So, um, yeah, just get the good vibes up. Tweet us. Pray for, I don't know if you're, if the listeners are praying people, maybe say a prayer for us. Say a prayer for the Gate 14 boys. But, uh, yeah, no, big meeting tomorrow. And then we got a horrible day to be a Gate 14 hater. Yeah, if you're a gate 14 hater, you're eating fucking Every, ramen. I'll right tell now. you right now, everyone's talking about us. The like boys love I us. was at Shoeless Joe's last night and we were sitting and these this older group of people were were talking, like six of them, and no joke, they were talking about the Manoa situation. And they were like, he's too fat. One guy was like, he's too fat to win Cy Young with the pitch clock and shit. And then me and my buddy look over each other. He's like, they must be talking about like the tweet that was out <laughs> that everyone was talking about. Like they were arguing at the table about the same like discussion. Like, and it's like, holy fuck, that's literally because of what happened. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was wild, man. It was crazy. I mean, um, it's just we're not even I, I know we say this. We're not even a fucking year into this shit, boys. Like. We got to obviously understand that it's just, there's tons of growth here and stuff, but the listeners, man, have just been absolutely insane. The body bags on Twitter are all time. And uh, yeah, Manoa quote tweeting us is a moment in gate 14 history. It's like a, where were you type of moment, man? It was a, where were you moment? But yeah, it was, what wild. do you think was, what do you think's better? The Manoa quote tweet or Mitch white, Margot Robbie. I want to probably say the Manoa quote tweet because oh, that's a, that's dude. We were featured on ET. <laughs> Yeah, but the Manoa quote tweet is an yeah, actual I guess Jays player acknowledging like... the Gate 14 boys. I mean, uh, yeah, Mitch White acknowledged us in private, but the Alec Manoa thing is we are now, if you go to Alec Manoa's tweets, you'll see Gate 14 there. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. true. But also, Mitch White ended up coming on the pod because of it. And yeah. Manoa's not, though. Yeah, right? I guess there's yeah, there's pros and cons to both. Pros and but... cons, both great. Yeah. Both no, I... great. Uh... Yeah. So, Johnny, you got to talk about you posting merch all over your socials and uh wearing it wearing it and <laughs> wearing it right now as we speak what uh, what 
as the merch as the merch guy do we have an update yeah no we're all good like we're good to go now i'm thinking to get i don't want to get people too excited but i think it makes sense to like fully launch the store on the jay's home opener yeah no we could do that no we're all good i feel like Like, that's good this uh the merch is like this quality is what i use for my other hoodies i did it's called like save the kids or something like that i think that's what it's called but it's insane man and honestly guys it's going to be a little bit more expensive than the last ones because they're embroidered i don't want that fucking bullshit screen uh, print my screen asshole. print stuff yeah fuck that screen print stuff ladies and gents we're going full out embroidered i want this sh- i want your grandkids to wear this i want your fucking niece to wear this we will be rocking this shit forever. And Avery's going to be wearing the Blue Jays um, Blue Jays jersey to the Jays game. You won't see me in a Jays jersey this year, folks. I'll just be wearing Strictly Gate 14 stuff. <laughs> we already have uh, design for Big Dick Rick shirts. And that design, by the way, JR saw it and Avery saw it, mm-hmm. is incredible. Is absolutely yeah, incredible. Is cool. We have a Cy Young. Kaku- or, oh, yeah. Sorry. Cy- Cy- no, 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 no. And those shirts, Cy- man. Yuk- Man, we might have to do heavy, like those heavy tees with those with the like, cause like there's, there's almost like a retro feel with those ones. Yeah. And then the, you uh, know what I mean? so, yeah, yeah. Sai, yeah. The Kikuchi one and shout out linear designs, man. He's the one that's been making it for us on Twitter. It's you Sai Kikuchi. Sorry. Yeah. The, there the you Usai go. Kikuchi shirts Usai Kikuchi. are going to be fire. They're both like kind of cartoon pictures that are, that look so fucking good, dude. Like, so every, I'm pumped for these shirts too. Um, yeah, she broke. We up. The gate 14 boys are up, man. You just love to truly see it. But uh, let's go into this road trip. So obviously, um, my new car is here. So I want everyone to know. So th- the new car is here. I can't pick it up because they got it. Once it arrives from like China or wherever, they have to do full inspections. And the sales guy that's doing the inspection isn't until Wednesday. So I wouldn't be able to pick it up until Thursday. So we kind of got shafted on that, but we will be using Avery's car, which is going to be all time moments. Just the vlog. It's like kind of, it's like the Incredibles, right? Like I, I sent that tweet out. It's kind of like the Incredibles car, which is funny as fuck. But um, yeah, we'll be using Avery's car. It's going to be all time. We already got the hotels. We are a couple of listeners reached out to us to meet up with us, but this this vlog content is going to be it's going to be all time. It's just going to be all fucking time. I might go live a couple times during the drive. Keep up with the listeners. Let them let them know we're alive. <laughs> That would be, uh, yeah, that would be big time for them to keep up and know what's going on as well. Yeah. The drive's gonna be great. Car's gonna make it. I hope. I don't have. I don't really have any issues. I don't think. No, your car is good. Yeah, seven and a half hours to Indy. Staying in Indy. Gonna drive to St. Louis the next morning, like three and a half hours. Um. Yeah, DraftKings Casino. We will be in you, and we will be in Bush <laughs> Stadium. It's. It's going to be like I already have in mind. So tomorrow on Thursday, we'll be getting a pick or Wednesday. We'll be getting a pick before we leave me and you just right in front of your car. Let the people know that like that's going to be the fucking calling card for the gate 14 boys. You love to see it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped for it, man. I can't believe I still can't believe it. It, f- it feels like yesterday. A listener said to me, oh, we were doing 10 week countdowns to the Jays games. And now we're like, what, four days away, three days yep. away from Toronto Blue Jays games. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, no, and then today we're gonna do a nice little season preview. Not nothing too crazy in depth because that's this is not the place where you're gonna get crazy in depth. But no, it's it felt like a fever dream. Like it's crazy. I remember November. We did that little break that the people hated, but we needed. You know that little break. That feels like yesterday as well. We were going to Michigan. We were going to the Cleveland playoff game, and now we're just back. We're just so fucking bad. We're like, and the content is like, like I said, I'm going to try to go live like in Avery. You guys can obviously join me and stuff like that. Maybe two games a week, three games a week, go live and then go live on TikTok if it's a close game in like the ninth or something. But um, yeah, man, we're, it's going to be a packed schedule for the boys. I'm actually probably just scrapping golfing this year. I'm just going to dedicate, I'm dedicating this entire summer to this fucking podcast, the entire season of this podcast. So uh, you just, I'm pumped for it, man. So let's go into it, boys. I mean, actually before that, Avery clipped a video at 2 a.m. of me clapping in the stands with no, I didn't clip it. I didn't clip it. I didn't clip oh, it. Sorry, I didn't you clip it. it. You posted it. Yeah. And a lot of people were like asking the backstory on that. So I'll give you the backstory here. So 
I am go on really our Instagram good. or go on go back on Twitter if you want yeah, to see it. Yeah, it's Twitter or Instagram. It's a video of me clapping with a family when their son's making a debut. So I am really good friends with Kevin Smith, former like one of the top 10 Blue Jays prospects. And uh, he was making his debut in Toronto. Obviously, I'm really close to him, so he wanted me to be there. So he got me tickets to sit with his family and stuff like that before the game. And uh, I put in – I was nervous. I don't know why. Maybe just the energy from his family and stuff like that and me knowing him since he was like playing an A-ball. I was nervous, so I put in a dip uh, before his, I believe it was his first at-bat against the Tigers, and uh, I swallowed like half of the dip, so my fucking face, I was, I wanted to throw up, so if you can see in that video, I look really uncomfortable, because I'm like, I hope these parents don't see me just like potentially throw up here, so he gets this like kind of squib hit to the set down the second base, and they're shifting him, and we just start standing up and clapping, and I was like, I knew just based off of the parents' reactions that this was going to be on TV. I just got a million text messages and stuff like that from it. So I look absolutely fucked up behind them with my chin diaper clapping with the family and stuff like that. It's one of the worst moments of all time. I just look like a fucking idiot. And that's so funny that Avery brought that tweet up. And it's it did numbies, but it was – I look so dumb in that video. Like looking back on it, I'm like, one – why am I wearing a hat that's four sizes too small when it's snapback? <laughs> Two, what the fuck is going on with my hair? And three, why am I wearing a mask? No one there was wearing a mask. I'm not a mask guy. Why am I wearing a mask here? Like, I, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I mean, looking back, I look like a fucking fool. I don't think just- you look. I don't think you look that bad in it. I'll say that. But it's know, the people. The people saying that you looked like an NPC, you look like one of the people from the show. That was funny. was very funny as well. Someone asked if this was a recent video. I responded, yes, Johnny still wears masks every day. That got a nice little <laughs> rouse from the from the listeners as well. Uh, but I just I was going through making space for the St. Louis vlog. So I was just going through my camera roll, just going into videos, trying to create some space. I saw that one. And I was like, <laughs> OK, it was right before I was going to sleep. And I have a, another thing I want to talk about. Speaking about making uh, TV and just like being like, just kind of like being not being in the moment, but just kind of doing viral shit. I have a game plan that was brought out to me from my friend Yusuf. Shout out Yusuf. He's a listener now of this podcast. He said he's just been binge listening to us. Um, you know how King Felix, I talked about this with you guys. Do you know how King Felix used to have a King's Corner at Safeco Field where it was just all Felix Hernandez fans going fucking loot, going crazy? So he brought it up to me. He's like, why don't we do this for Yusei Kikuchi? So uh, hypothetically speaking, everyone knows that Yusei Kikuchi is going to pitch every five days. I mean, it's not, you know, it doesn't take rocket science to figure that out. So I was thinking five days in advance, we put out a tweet to the fucking Yusei riders, the Kikuchi clan, and we let them know everyone buy tickets to this section in the 500s, obviously, a section that's not really that popular bought out. And we just swarm it with Yusei Kuchi fans and go absolutely bananas for Yusei. We'll call it Kikuchi's Corner. And it'll just be, obviously, we're going to sell the Yusei Young shirts and stuff like that. Just all Yusei Kuchi fans going absolutely bananas with the Gate 14 boys for his starts at the Rogers Center. (laughs) I think that is the greatest idea we've ever had. And I think that'll just do absolutely numbies just in like a a midweek game or maybe a weekend game, just a corner going absolutely bananas after every single strikeout. I think it's mid-week, a great idea. Midweek will get the most, you'd get the most TV time guaranteed if you do it midweek, but Kikuchi's corner would go fucking crazy. <laughs> what, go what section of the, I mean, I will buy a Japan flag and I will be waving that <laughs> shit around like no one's business. There almost has to be like a certain section of uh, the Roger center that like we sit. You know what I mean? That it's no, like that's what strategic. I'm saying. Like it's the same one. It's the same one every time. But we have to figure it out. Like, for but what would be a start. funny area for Kikuchi, like related to something that would just be hilarious? No, I, like I think the Kikuchi corner anywhere in like section, like the section five thirty four to five thirty nine, like that left field corner where the bullpen. Where mm-hmm. I think the funniest part would be we get there obviously early. Yeah, the and, bullpen, and when he's yeah. taking that walk from the bullpen to the dugout. The corner goes absolutely fucking bananas for him. And that's why you almost have to get one game in the 100s midweek, right down there. 
yeah like but i other, want it to be affordable yeah. for our listeners so i want them to be able to like obviously be so able would to you get like the, the sh- general admission standing room right on the bullpen in the corner that, that would, would be better that and would you're be... all just over well, the railing I, I, what i wanted to do is and listen the jay should hire us for marketing because i think that would just obviously incentivize people to go to these random midweek games the problem yeah. is johnny there's a there's a chance he's not on the team in july now, I understand that, but why not take advantage of it April, May? I don't even want to think about that. I think we should do Kikuchi's corner, and if things are lining up well, which I think they will, I'm almost positive they're going to either have Kikuchi go opening day because I think someone tweeted at me like the actual numbers and stuff like that, or game two against the Tigers, which is what I believe we're planning on going to anyways. I think Kikuchi's corner, I'm going to get the shirts made for us, obviously. I'm going to I'm gonna talk to the guy about screen print, not screen printing it, like in, like actual putting it into the t-shirt, like our Thick Jesus shirts. I think it would do absolute fucking numbers. We have to do, we have to do a, a certain color, though, because King Felix's corner, they were all wearing yellow all the time. So you I could, think Kikuchi's, I'm trying to think a color that would make sense. Like It could just be red, like Japan. Yeah, it might have to be red. Yeah, like the like red with the with the Yusai Young in the center picture. Yeah. I think that would just be in, insane. I think it would just be like the talking point. I think we got to do, I think we have enough followers and stuff like that and listeners and t- on TikTok and stuff like that as well to just get a, just an insane amount of people there for it. Yeah. I think it would be the funniest thing ever. It really would. Yeah, I mean... it. To make a Kikuchi start more special is tough to do. This could be it, though. And if he gets shelled, it'll just be all-time content. Like just I would, like... I would bring two shirts. I'd have to take off the the Kikuchi shirt. Kikuchi's on. corner, everyone. I need everyone to answer me this in the comments on Twitter, whatever. The Kikuchi's corner would be all time. But um, yeah, that I thought I had to talk about that. That's just uh, I think it's just an all-time idea, and that would just be the gate fourteen difference because no one else is doing that. No one's doing Kikuchi's corner. No, it would it would be a great vlog. So all the Kikuchi, I know rating Kikuchi would be there for sure, and uh, all the boys. But uh, let's go into the season preview. Avery, obviously, you wanted to, uh, you have some stuff written down. So let's start it off with the first one you have written down, and then we'll. All we'll right, go this is what I want. This is what I wanted to do. I don't know if you guys did your research. I'm gonna guess Jared didn't. I was. I, I saw the questions and I thought about it for two minutes. I was like, I'm gonna really think about it, and then I didn't. <laughs> So that's the gonna... game 14 difference you're going to get here. So my season predictions basically went this way. I I asked what was what the six things here. I want to know what the Blue Jays record was going to be, where they'd finish in the playoffs. Best hitter on the team that could objectively, you could take that whatever way you kind of want. Yeah. Uh, best starter, best reliever. And then the funniest moment you think is going to happen on the season. So let's go one by one. Obviously, let's go with the record mm-hmm. and the finish. Obviously, J- Avery, you started off. I want to see where okay. you're at with it. I think this Toronto Blue Jays baseball team is loads better than they were last season. Mm-hmm. It's a different team. It's a different style of team, obviously. Everything from spring training has been, this team is a lot more serious. Not that I had a problem with the team being unserious before, but it seems like management did. It seems like the like clearly the front office did, and some of the guys did as well. So I think this Blue Jays team goes 96-66 and 66 this season. That's wow. a fucked. It's a lot of wins. I think they go ninety six and sixty six. Four more wins than last year, right? The, yeah, no, that I think they got four wins better. I really do. Mm-hmm. I I don't hate that. So, what place are you saying they finish in? Because obviously, do both. Um, first place, win the AL East. That see, yeah, like, and I, I so I, for I, me, three AL East teams make the playoffs again. Um, I think yeah. the Rays are going to hit, finish ahead of the Yankees. So it goes: Blue Jays, Rays, Yankees. Yankees have too many injuries right now, man. And I I know we're gonna get hot take. Maybe we'll get old take exposed for this, but you can't. You you your big your big starter Carlos Rodon is starting on the IL. Am I right on that? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Frankie Montas starting on the IL. You're gonna have to implement these guys that aren't really good MLB starters. To Severino's be like, on the IL. Oh, well. and Severino. So they have three guys on it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No. It's it, it, and we learned the, it from this last is, year. This is where you need to create separation. Though, is the first month or so when the Yankees are struggling in the fucking mud. That's so, what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say, though, because if you look at the Yankees last year, they kind of coasted at the end of the year because they started off so well. Yeah. If the Jays can kind of kind of copy that, where they have such a big lead where they can kind of not step off the gas, but deal with the roller coaster of the season, I think that's not really a crazy odd take, especially with uh, all the injuries they have. And, like, having to start guys like... I don't think Vol- Volpe is going to start with them. Maybe he will. I'm not sure. I, n- I know he's still up there, but I agree with that. I'll I mean, go into mine. They have like five guys who are below 100 weight runs created plus 
in their lineup they're going to play. They had an all-time year last season. I just don't think it's chance like they don't have a very good chance to be replicated. I w- I wouldn't bet on them to replicate it this season. I agree. I, I think the Jays go 95 and 67. Yeah, 95 and 67. I think that's what they finish. I know it's like whatever, like one game less or more than what you said, but I'm really sold on this bullpen, man. I don't know why people continue to try to roast me on TikTok about this bullpen. I'm sold on this bullpen. And you got guys like Nate Pearson, who's starting in AAA, who if someone goes down in that bullpen, Nate Pearson come up and throw 100 and give you a decent, good one or two innings. Then you have Zach Pop as well. Like, I love this bullpen. I love the the changes to defense. You got to think, man. Kevin Gossman last year statistically had one of the worst defenses behind him. And I, I believe it, that that's what FIP is, right? Or FAP or whatever. Did I say? Yeah, not FAP. But <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, like the, having Varsho is going to be light years of a difference compared to Lourdes, Gurriel, and Teo. I mean, you go from having Lourdes and left and Teo and right, who aren't that good defensively, to George Springer and right, who is very good defensively, and Dalton Varsho, who was one of the best defensive outfielders in baseball last year and left. Like, this is significant, significant differences here we're talking about to this defense. And I, I'm sold on it, man. I know I know we're going to have to deal with, like, Varsho being kind of like a Matt Chapman where he does strike out a lot, doesn't make that much contact. But this defense is going to be light years ahead. There's going to be balls that dropped last year that won't be dropping this year. So I'm going to say, yeah, 95 and 67 is what the Jays are going to finish as. And I think they come first in the AL East. And I know we're being homers with it, but they're the only team that improved on their weaknesses last year. What did the Yankees improve on the weaknesses last year? The Yankees had a terrible bottom of the order last year, and they didn't improve shit in it. All they got was Carlos Rodon. So they're they're relying on these rookies like Oswaldo Cabrera, and there's another guy than Volpe who are young guys that have a lot of pressure on them in New York. I'm not sold on them, and I maybe I'll get hot takes exposed on this, but I think the Jays finish first, and I'm going to go Yankees second and then Rays third, and they all three of them make the playoffs. I think the Orioles finish last, by the way. I don't think they're that good. I'm going to take their under win total this season. Kyle Gibson being your opening day starter is fucking embarrassing. Is fucking embarrassing, dude. Did Grayson Rodriguez make the team? Uh, I think he did, yeah. I He's, I think he's kind of dealing with like stiffness, something like that. I don't know if he's been starting that much, but yeah, Jared, where do you, where are you at with that? I think that the the new schedule change and it's they don't play as many games uh, to similar teams. I think that it'll help the Jays because like playing the same team so many times is like uh, you're gonna lose like some games if you play a team that many times. Yeah. Um, I like them as a 98-99 win team. Fucking right, I think they can win the division. That's where I'm at. Like, if they're going to... I don't... Like, I know they don't They don't play as the division as much, but the Orioles are going to take a step back. <laughs> like, I don't think the Orioles... I don't think the Orioles is good as a record as what they outperformed last year. And then the Rays, I don't know where, where they're at, but... I don't think the Rays, um, I don't think they just have, I mean, they always surpass expectations every year, it seems like, but with Glass now, now out, that team doesn't, I don't think they're a threat to the Jays. I think the Jays are a significantly better team than them. Um, And plus, I think that this management is prepared to make a huge push at the deadline. So if they get off to a hot start, I think 98-99 wins is going to be there. Because the second half of the season will be a better Jays than team than what we see right now. So that's kind of what I see. I really like the Jays to win the division. I mean, it's a homer pick, but I just would prefer the Jays, like Abe said. I think they've reconstructed the team to be built uh, to win close ball games. Yeah, that's a good. That's that's I, I, the other I, the I, other one thing I was going to put on here. I think we should do is um a deadline deal like who they'd pick up at the deadline. Okay, yeah, we could do that at the end before the funniest moment of the season. All right, so go to best hitter now, Abe. Who do you think is gonna be the best hitter? I'm assuming um, you're gonna be out of the box here. No, I'm. I wasn't going out of the box here. It's Vladimir ground out Junior is done. He's gonna find the launch angle. Vladdy's gonna be a perennial MVP candidate for years to come. 
he gets back in the MVP conversation this season, it is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for me. I think there's a very good chance he can lead the league in RBIs. He was one of 30 players who had 400 or more people on base when he hit last season. Wow. He, he was in the bottom half of driving runs in. Matt Chapman was like the, the lowest of them all. He was 29th ranked, I think. Um, oh, nice to see Johnny goes. But I'm going to go Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to be my best hitter um, this season. I'm happy. Like, we should be excited just for Vladdy this year for sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go outside of the box here. I'm going to go with a guy who has shown, if healthy, he could be the best hitter in the Toronto Blue Jays, or at least one of them. We're talking a World Series MVP. We're talking a guy who's going to be playing a less strenuous position. Shout out to me for big words. In right field, I'm going to go with George Springer will be the best hitter on the Toronto Blue Jays because we're talking about a guy here who's going to be leading off, who has an absurd amount of protection behind him. A guy you're going to have... Galaxy Brain Johnny here, you're going to have to pitch to George Springer unless you want to throw to Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Dalton Varsho, Matt Chapman, Brand- the lineup goes on and on. You're going to have to throw to George Springer. You're going to have to try to get George Springer out. You can't be putting guys on base for Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So I'm going to go I'm going to go George Springer has the best hitting season for the Toronto Blue Jays, if healthy. But I think he will be healthy playing right field. But I'm going to have to go with George Springer. I think that's just a slam dunk pick, to be honest. Hopefully they put, like, super protection on the walls in the outfield, too, for our guys. (laughs) I'm going to go with Bo. I'm on the Bo train. Uh, I think he's got something to prove. Uh, He's looked good in the spring. I think he could have an MVP-type season this year. I mean, he's can. I mean, like we said, what do you fucking guys looked phenomenal in the spring and I think he can do it. I mean, it's not, it's great for the blue Jays, but also it's like, holy fuck, this guy's about to get a mammoth. Contract. He's going to get 300 something million. If he gets this shit out. Yeah. Uh, but Bo, I'm on Bo. Like how lucky are we to have three guys who could legitimately win MVP? Yeah. It's, it's crazy that we have that. When's the last time we had that? We probably weren't alive. Yeah, we probably weren't. All right. Yeah. Next, I, next one dude, for me. What so What do you got to say, Johnny? He's so I, I, Bo Bichette is like such a good pick because, again, another guy who I guess you could say has protection behind him, man. Like oh, yeah. Vla, you 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 don't want to pitch to Vlad like this top of this order, and I I don't think this is a really hot take. Maybe the Cardinals can test this, but the Jays have one of the best top of the orders in baseball. That's not even a hot take. I mean, you have Dalton Varsho in the, or I guess you got Kirk, sorry, in the four hole, Vladdy three hole, Bo two hole, Springer in the one hole. Like these are all guys with a, with crazy numbers, w- crazy way to runs created. Plus, the top four of this order, you could really kind of go at a drop of a hat. Any four of those guys will have the best year for the Toronto Blue Jays, easily, to be honest. All right, starting pitcher, the best starter on this team. For me, I did this. I did this for work. I wrote a nice little piece on our good friend, Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman is going to be the best starter on this baseball team. You go 2021, he had a 2.81 ERA, but a 3.28 XFIP. In 2022, that flipped. 3.35 ERA, 2.75 XFIP, and it just lays entirely in his batting average on balls in play. Um, he had a 2.74 batting average on balls in play in 2021, and it went to an outrageous 3.63 last season. His FIP and XFIP were in the 98th percentile. He has a strikeout rate in the 91st percentile. Really limits his walk with a walk rate in the 96th percentile. Tons of swing and miss. He just He's so good. 97th percentile swing strike rate as well. He gets so many swings out of the zone on his splitter as well. Uh, best swing strike rate in all of baseball. Third least hard contact. And he has the second most vertical movement on that splitter. That's a 52.8% out of zone swing rate. So when he's throwing the ball out of the zone, half the time people are swinging on that, his splitter. Um, he threw the most strikes on his fastball in all of baseball last season as well. Holy so, fuck. So he pounds the zone with the fastball. He gets people to swing on the splitter. Kevin Gosman is a very, very um, fucking good pitcher. And he has a really good chance of winning a Cy Young this season, I think. Especially it's just with- the tough thing the is, man, is everyone is saying that. I know he's going to have a good year. <laughs> but everyone I, said that about Sandy last season, too. True. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I'm gonna go, good they point. said it with Dylan Cease, and he was really good as well. He didn't win it. But it was the Dylan Cease, Sandy Alcantara were the preseason Cy Young winners. 
and one of them turned out to win. And I haven't heard much about a NL Cy Young winner yet. It's really only people pumping uh, Kevin Gosman, but the numbers are. He oh, sorry, there's another one here. He also gave the most base hits of any pitcher in all of baseball and balls with an expected average under 200. Jesus he just got Christ. absolutely fucked by the shift last season. So, I mean, I'm I'd be shocked Kevin Gosman isn't the best pitcher on this team. I called Cy Young. I mean, those odds plus 2000 for Kevin Gosman to win the Cy Young. That is fucking criminal. I think like one of the best pitchers in one of the best teams in the American League is plus 2000. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is I'd crazy. That. I'd sprinkle that. Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, I'm going to go kind of off the beaten path here with the best uh, starter on the Toronto Blue Jays. I- I'm going to have to, I'm, I guess not really off the beaten path, but I'm going to go Alec Manoa, man. I'm seeing all of these fucking bum stat cast, baseball savant, whatever, fan graphs say he's going to regress. He's one of those guys that's like, uh, uh, I don't. It's just one of those guys where you can't handicap or you can't uh, project what he's gonna do because he's just a dog. Like he is so good and at working a, around stuff. And we saw that a couple days ago against the Phillies. I know it's spring training, but man, when his stuff is on, which majority of the time it is, he is fucking special, dude. He's a guy that will give you seven innings like it's nothing. And he's a guy, like I said, that's gonna be on one of the best teams in the American League. So. I think he's going to be the best pitcher, and I think I think he has a better year this year than he did last. That's my hot take. I think with the defense behind him, obviously I've been talking about the defense the entire time, I think Alec Manoa is going to have a better year this year than he had last year. Not with ease. It's going to be close, but I think it will be a better year. So for the stack casting, it's like hard to project soft contact, and that's just what he gets a lot. So... But he, when he gives up hard contact, he gives it up hard, which is fine. doesn't really matter as long as he keeps it in the yard, keeps the earned runs down, keeps them in the lead. But he's very similar, I think, projections-wise to a guy who can't really say one-for-one one is very similar, but Mark Burley-esque. You'd have to see Mark Burley's numbers every year, see him throwing 87, and just be like, this guy is going to get worse. I mean, Manoa can run it up a little bit. He's not going to throw the hardest of anyone on the staff. But it's just like, okay... He doesn't throw that hard. He throws a lot of different pitches. He's going to regress. I think it's a lazy take. So I think that this could very well be done. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're just thinking too much because they don't like what some of the numbers say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I think people are looking too into that. I think Manoa is going to have a great year. I just think Gosman's going to have a better year than what he had last year. So that's why I like Gosman. Uh, I think he's, he's comfortable now with the Blue Jays. His second season in now. I mean, we saw what he did in playoffs. He looks fantastic. So I think that Gosman, I mean, he's bound for a big year. It's just, but it's really only, I think we could agree. I mean, Bassett is the only one that could potentially sneak, like very sneaky, be the most reliable pitcher. But I think that would be if like he doesn't get hurt all year and he just like quality start machine. Like that's where Bassett could potentially be better than Manoa and Gosman. And he and he um, wouldn't have better numbers than them. He would no, yeah. He, he would mm-hmm. be the MVP of the staff if he was Ross Stripling type save the yeah. season because he threw so many innings, right? Yeah, like a better Ross Stripling that could go deeper into games, but very similar situation. So but I mean, fuck boys. I mean, Varios is like, I mean, I don't know. My confidence is kind of lost with them. No, I think he's fine. He looked good, man. A couple days ago, he looked really good. I don't know. It's I mean, gonna he, be weird. The, the funny thing is with Barrios is like, no one has high expectations for him at all. And that's what I was <laughs> I was thinking about Gosman as well. Like mm-hmm. making Alec Manoa the kind of ace opening day guy takes some pressure off Kevin yeah. Gosman as well. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, Manoa, you get all the heat. You get all the people fucking hating on you. And then it's just Kevin Gosman coming and shove his fucking splitter down your throat. Shove it right down. Yeah, I love it. I love that pick. And then the next one is, uh, uh, I believe, the best reliever, right, Abe? Yeah, best yeah. reliever. Who, who's your pick for best reliever? A guy I haven't even pretty much watched this whole spring. I'm going to go Eric Swanson as our eighth inning guy is going to be the best reliever on this wow. Blue Jays team. Really? Yeah. Really? Best is, is like, I know I put these out there. You can kind of Jesus. interpret any way you want. But I think he's going to be a fucking stud eighth guy. He's, he has a swing and miss stuff. The numbers were fucking very pretty last season. 
I mean, I don't, I haven't seen pretty much shit about him all spring, but I'm going to go. Eric Swanson is going to be our guy who just kind of anchors us. There's so many good options like Jimmy and the seventh bass. Like this is almost a college baseball team with how good the pen is. You just like get a guy through five and you have people to get you six through nine. Which you're not again, gonna... it pisses me off why people say the Jays bullpen sucks. I... Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's fine. It's like halfway through the season, we'll be like, "Wow, this bullpen's really improved." And then we're gonna we're gonna say to Blair and Barker, "No shit, no shit. This team's improved bullpen wise." We were saying this three months ago. Yeah, I guess my guy is. I don't really think this is another hot take. Jimmy Garcia. I. How could you fucking not think this guy is going to be the best guy out of that bullpen? This is a guy that's going to be getting high leverage situations who is under one of the most, bar- like maybe the biggest bargain contract in the Toronto Blue Jays. If he was a free agent this year, he would have got absolutely fucking paid. I'm going to say Jimmy Garcia. This is a guy who I know we mentioned here has one of the best four-seam fastballs in baseball. I believe it's four-seam. Yeah, it's four-seam fastball in baseball. Yep. Swing and miss stuff. And he is so electric out of that pen. He is so good. He's special. And he's a guy who, in my opinion, I think he's just a cocky little prick. I think he's a guy that just knows he's good knows he's going to blow shit past you. And this is a guy who wants to play on a team that is really good. He knows how big the moment's going to be. And he is a guy that was able to do that for the Toronto Blue Jays last year. Expected ERA of 2-8. Um, obviously, that the defense played inside. Now I'm talking about the defense again. I think Jimmy Garcia is going to be the, with ease, the best reliever in this Toronto Blue Jays bullpen. Not even close. I wouldn't be mad. Wow. I think Swanson goes seven. I think, see, this is the thing. You have Bass, Swanson, Garcia, Romano for for two to three. Like, you got to pick which one's going. It's, it's yeah, you, have not, you have nine outs to get pretty much if you have yeah. a good start. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's, it's, a, it's an impossible, impossible task for John Schneider. And you can't go wrong with either guy, though. You really there's, can't. There's only one person Jared can pick. No, I can't do it, man. Yeah, you can't go Nate Pearson. You already got options. No, 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 no. I know. I know it's not Nate Pearson. I say it, Jer. Jordy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Jordy is by far, like, I just think that he's going to be the best reliever. I mean, he's got swing and miss stuff. I know Swanson does, but throwing 94 scares the shit out of me with swing and miss stuff. Uh, I My hot take would be that our best reliever is someone who's not in the starting uh, to kickstart the Jays season is not in lineup. So someone they get at the deadline or like a Chad green later, like becomes like our best reliever. We're like, Holy fuck. This guy was definitely our best reliever at the end of the year. That's kind of my hot take, but I got to go Jordy here. I mean, what a year he had last year. He literally was in the closer year for the entire, uh, entire year. So, I mean, he's definitely our guy going into this season and I think that he just like I think he's the most reliable reliever in the pen so I'm gonna go with Jordy and Avery did say I mean his stats last year looked insane they look they look better every time like his stuff looks better every time I look at it yeah that's a good point I you can't go wrong with any of these guys man I mean obviously this bullpen I think is going to be a massive part of this team um and it's gonna be it's this is the best it's been for a long long time so um so let's go here every funniest moment of the year you think okay it'll be the best blue jays game in the history of the world a june afternoon in oakland (laughs) you say kikuchi throws a no-hitter you motherfucker that's the exact same take i was gonna have that is crazy that is crazy it It'll make shockwaves throughout the league. You, you say Kikuchi <laughs> throws a no-hitter. That that, that's crazy. all time. I will piss my pants if you say Kikuchi throws a no-hitter. You Me have too. you heard it here first. I will Me piss too. myself. My funniest moment of the year is going to be Alejandro Kirk, thick Jesus, hits for the cycle. Triple, oh. double, single nuke. That's my funniest moment of the year. I think it would just be electric, the video of him just sprinting around the Rogers Center bases, getting a triple, and just the crowd goes fucking bananas for Thick Jesus. I think an Alejandro Kirk cycle is going to be the greatest, funniest moment of the year by a country mile. That would be awesome. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am going to go with the Jays are going to be playing the Yankees. Kikuchi's going to be on the mound. 
and he is going to start the largest bench brawl in MLB history <laughs> by throwing at someone's head <laughs> and then starting the largest brawl in MLB history. Coochie. It's you know going to be Josh Donaldson again. It has to. Yeah, be. he's going to. Three. <laughs> and it's going to be wonderful because Kikuchi's <laughs> going to have to fight someone. And I will be there watching. <laughs> Avery, what was that last one you said? Uh, deadline that... pickup. Okay, yeah. Deadline pickup. Go for deadline pickup. This would shock Major League Baseball. He had a fallout with his team over the arbitration process. The Cardinals are going to run that division into the fucking ground. They are going to crush everyone. Corbin fucking Burns is a Blue Jay at the deadline. Jesus. Wow. Man. Who's gone then? Who, who's who gone? Biggio straight up one for one. Because <laughs> <laughs> Biggio is having an all-star season. Biggio and like Zuleta oh. or something. Yeah, you probably go with like Big Dick Rick gone at that point. But yeah. with all the shoulder injuries. Um, I'm not ready to write Big Dick Rick off, but Corbin mm-hmm. Burns is probably going to be a better pitcher than Big Dick Rick. Is. Jesus, man! If this if they had Corbin Burns, holy fuck, holy fuck! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it steady here with that with the Brewers argument here. I think the Brewers aren't going to be that good. I'm gonna go somehow, some way. The Jays weasel picking up Devin Williams. Jeez. I'm going to say the Jays somehow weasel away and trade away like three big-time prospects. I think Devin Williams under control for a decent amount of time. Um, yeah, I think the Jays get Devin Williams. I think the Jays get a big bullpen arm. I know I already mentioned the bullpen's good, but I, I think Devin Williams sets this bullpen above the Houston Astros. I think I think a guy like Devin Williams maybe or something along those lines. Where is he? Arb- he's Arb eligible. He's a free agent in 2026. So – that might be a dumb take. It probably will take a lot for it. <laughs> yeah, um, that would take, and especially with them getting rid of Hater. Like they pretty much have committed to yeah. Williams. Who cares? Yeah, um, this is a but hey, it's a take. It's a yeah. take, and I love it. I'm gonna go with which I think the Jays. They were linked to him, and I still think that it would fucking take the Jays to another level, and that's Brian Reynolds. I think that him and the Pirates are finally going to move away, and then Kevin Kiermaier is going to move into like what Brad- Bradley Jackley, ah, Jackie, Jackie Bradley was like a defensive replacement comes in late in the game for playoffs, and we have Brian fucking Reynolds in that outfield and can hit as a top three in the order as a lefty. Like I think that just fucking, Isn't I think that takes hitter? his lineup to another. To, I don't know. He might be a switch hitter. That's on me for not knowing. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, But I think he is the one of the, I think if looking for a perfect guy, he might be it for this lineup. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many guys here we can lean to. I mean, I'm looking at the free agents that are going to be free agents after this year. Uh, is this a crazy take? Hear me out. A guy on the a guy that's again really old, but the Jays picked up a really old guy in Troy Tulowitzki when they were making that run. Maybe the Jays, maybe you reunite Brandon Crawford pickup. Avery, what do you think? I mean, Brandon Crawford's a free agent next year. Why in the world would we need Brandon Crawford? Why would we want Brandon Crawford? No, I'm just saying, like, let's say second base kind of has a little bit of struggles or, like, Whit Merrifield or Espinal struggling a bit or the Jays happen to trade Espinal for some sort of piece during the season. Is that a crazy only, take? I think we're, like, pretty deep there because we have yeah, Barger, maybe too, dumb. Maybe right? that was an idiot take. But dude, there is oh, yeah, so if we're gonna many get, If we're going to get a second dude. baseman... Like the pitching fielder, it's got to be a top, like a top line, like someone that could could hit top four. Yeah, there is so many pitching free agents 2024, like fucking Aaron Nola is a free agent. I'm pretty sure it's pretty thin. Like Miles Michaelis, they just signed to two years, 20 or something like that. I'm looking at the pitchers here. I mean, free agents after this year, Scherzer, Otani, Stroman, Kershaw, Morton, Perez, Hendricks, Wainwright, Rodriguez. I mean, yeah, that's, that's thin after the first five guys. Josh Hader. This is by age, though, so it's just showing the older guys first. But okay. Josh Hader. Uh, yeah, there's tons. Mike Cle- Obviously, Mike Clevenger, fuck that loser. But Lu- Lucas Giolito is a free agent. There's another guy there that could be. He'd be something. a good Blue Jay. Yeah, he'd be a really good Blue he Jay. He was but, yeah. sort of linked a little bit, too. Like, yeah. he was linked a little, like, when they were... 
there were some rumors going around that they were potentially going to move him. This move trade deadline is going to be fun. I think it's going to be more fun than last year because the Jays were kind of out of that AL East push last year. The wild card was kind of secured. Um, I think it's going to be oh, it's going to be so sick. It's just good to talk about baseball again, boys. I mean, fuck, man. We got I mean, we. The next time you'll be hearing from us, me and Avery will be in a hotel room. By the way, Jared, I need to grab your mic uh, for the pod on fucking Thursday, but um, we'll be recording in a fucking hotel room, boys. Well, the next time you hear from it, it'll be our first in-person interview. JR, why can't you just fuck work and just come? What's uh, the deal? Well. Don't you work remote? Well, yeah. I, I, it would just be hard to be in a car and show someone a deck. What do you mean? Phone. Like, I, I, can, I work remote, but like if I have a meeting, I'd have to take it in the car. With yeah, us. but you could blur the background, though. I okay. could. But I would have to somehow show them the the whatever I'm working on. Yeah, and then the the noise of the wheels going won't really. Uh... Maybe you just fly then. You <laughs> yeah, could afford I it. I, I Don't get I me could. wrong. You Maybe could I'll fucking afford it. the fly. It, it's, a, the... it's a four hundred dollar flight. Trust me, I already... boys. I would love to be there. It sucks it... that it's like during. Kind of, I guess it's not really that during the week. I wonder what a flight cost. You just hear me out, Jr. You just yeah. missed the Thursday game. Okay, uh-huh. obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. you fly down Friday because there's no game, and you ex- join the Saturday-Sunday game with the boys. Why not? That could be a thing. And at least, like, we could pick you up to the at the airport. Like, we have a car down there. Like, uh, uh, that's all I'm saying, JR. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the, the ball's in your court now, Jer. The ball the is ball. in your court. Any, like, I there's think a big be... week for Jer this week, though. Potentially. True. I think I, I and I just think you just get a one way flight, St. Louis, and then just drive back with us. Oh, I the think. back seat. One oh my god. You're, I guess yeah, you're right. I would just need oh god. You would I'm just kidding. need one way. I'll sit in the fucking back seat. I want the boys to be together for this. It'll be all time <laughs> content for the people. <laughs> How much is a one way? Yeah. Well, look, it's five hundred and thirty dollars for a one way. <laughs> you can afford that. Let's be real here. You arrive listen. You you leave at two forty five p.m. You arrive at seven o'clock and you're with the boys at the bar Friday night. What's stopping you from that? It's definitely a possibility, guys. Jr. Listen, everyone, all of our listeners, bully Jr. Let's play bully ball with Jr. <laughs> he leaves Toronto, one way stop, five hour flight straight to St. Louis, and we're there's, a, there's a direct flight to St. Louis. It's all direct. It's one way, all direct. It's five hundred dollars. No, uh, I think it's a fifty minute layover. But... Yeah, you'd probably be in Chicago or something. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, it is an hour layover. Um, yeah, I read that wrong. But yeah, one stop, <laughs> Jr. What's stopping you, man? Come on. We'll take this offline. I'll bully him too tonight. We'll bully. No, Jr. is going to come. You can fucking afford it. Don't get me wrong with that. But that would be all time. Us three at the bar in St. Louis. Holy shit. That would be fun. That yeah. would be all time. Let's Are we still going. doing tattoos, Johnny? Yeah, we will be doing the tattoos on Friday before we pick Jr. Are you guys up. so like, what's your, like, give like a little content plan to the listeners. No, so the content like, plan what, is what great that there is no content plan. Well, there... the content plan is obviously the drive up. We'll be updating like every, not like, I'm going to do gas station reviews, updating okay. the prices, stuff like that. <laughs> and then uh, I think, and maybe Avery could talk me out of this. <laughs> I think the tattoo vlog should be a separate vlog. I think so too. No, I you guys it's... are idiots, man. Dude, Why? it could be its own video. Why would it be different? That's added content because, though, and it's because longer. it's like it's like it's like a staple landmark in the pod. No, like, but that's why you get you get... you have to go to the opening day, like opening week vlog to see it. Like, it's all but, part. But that guy in a year. So so where, where are we at though? Would it be like um? We would make it, it a short though, Jer, and like it would be yeah, out. You know? Yeah. We okay, that's fine. I, I think that's fine. Maybe it'd be okay. a TikTok video or something. Like I that, think we should also record at the games of big situations our reactions i put the clips over it that goes out on socials yes that's another thing yeah, that i was already gonna good. do anyways. I, was gonna, one, I was actually. gonna put the camera on me and you and then like we'll get our reactions or whatever base loaded runner on set whatever we'll get stuff up you like guys that. should have invited the camera guy to come nah, he's out he's, he's out. out by, he's by out. the way he's uh, out. we lost the camera Whoa, guy. what he's out out well he's <laughs> out because listen i i, I actually <laughs> congratulated him on it he got a job at the rogers center so he's working for the toronto blue jays at oh, the rogers center fuck. i don't know what he's going to be doing but we have like four or five guys that reach out to us about it so okay, we're just so going to have like a reopening the it's, the next, it's the next man up yeah it's a next man up mentality we have a guy that reached out to me individually about it so it's the next man up mentality we will get going here but <laughs> Yeah, we lost the camera guy already. So uh, <laughs> I know the the good news just it's not all there yet. We yeah. might have to go to wait. You guys are going next week, eh? 
Because I was thinking we were going to do our Buffalo rep to do the uh, official uh, catalog. I'll just I'll just give the I'll give the shirts to Brad or whatever. And we'll just take pictures of it. I actually have a really good camera here. I could just take pictures. I of lost it my thick Jesus shirt. I'm pretty sure. Fuck. What eh? the fuck? You I got that. coffee stains all over mine. Yeah. <laughs> like it not... is fucking destroyed. <laughs> That's why I'm not a coffee guy, bro. But I mean, <laughs> obviously, so Avery, Avery, this is why Avery's a genius because so we're going to record. <laughs> Don't uh, give him that fucking. We're no, it's record, true. It's we're going to record Thursday after the game and have okay. it out Thursday night. And Avery already has the name of the podcast. So if the Jays win, the name of the podcast is going to be on pace for 162 and 0. Or no, it'll just be 162 and 162 and 0. And if the Jays lose, the podcast will be called 161 and 1. So we already have like J- Avery's already, his brain's already working up these spin zones here um, for the podcast for that day. The in person interview, the in person podcast is going to be funny as fuck because one, we might be a little bit belligerent. Let's let's be honest here. There's gonna there's like we're gonna the be lighting's root- gonna be so dog shit. No, I, I yeah. have my, I, I okay. have my light here. No, it's I'm gonna bring- be bad, Jer. It will I'm bringing, be bad. I'm bringing my be light. Bad. I'm bringing Even my light. Even if you have a light, you need like actually like almost professional lighting to make no, that look. We'll good. be fine. We'll and be it'll fine. be dark outside, dude. It'll look like <laughs> shit. Hundred percent. No, we'll it's be okay. Fine. It's okay, dude. Ava and I did the. Uh, once in a basement it'll look like fucking shit yeah. i think we're at a really nice hotel i think we'll be fine dude. you guys need to do like you should go to the I casino expect, floor i expect like <laughs> 10 to 12 stories a day of bts i need to oh, see yeah. like, you guys Listen. go to the casino like people yeah. want to see that shit yeah no it's shit. gonna be it's gonna be a good vlog i think the vlog's gonna be pretty long to be honest like if we're doing if we're just doing the entire thing for it, I think it's going to be a pretty long vlog, but just think of a, Boys Nine of '98. That's the type of vlog you guys got to make. It, you it's a great, love the boys. Of what is, I don't even know what that is. I think the <laughs> don't worry about it. your cup of tea there, Johnny. Uh, is that a Yankee thing? No, it's like no, it's just it's, like it's just funny. We might actually collab with them at some point. I wouldn't. No, no, no. I'm out on that. Um, <laughs> I just looked at. I'm out on them. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be awesome content, man. And uh, man. The next time you'll hear from us, Toronto Blue Jays will have. Played. Okay, no, wait. We didn't get this. We didn't. We didn't finish. Where does this team finish in the playoffs? How does the season end? ALCS. ALCS. Lose to the Astros. Lose to the Astros. Jesus. I have losing to the Astros as well. Okay. I guess I have that as well. <laughs> I just think the Astros are too good. And then you add Jose. We're trying Abreu. to play that game, eh? We're trying to play that game. I see what we're playing. Well, you it's add okay. Jose Abreu to that lineup, and it's like, what? No, the it's fuck? definitely a good team. Yeah, we definitely don't stand a chance against them. Well, Let's Altuve's just... gone for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Altuve. They'll, they'll add someone great at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kevin Biggio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kevin. Oh fuck me, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, man, I'm dude. This is man. This is obviously we're. I'm looking back on. So wait, oh no, it was a lockout. That's why we recorded April seventh. That makes more sense. I was really confused on that. So yeah, that's why we're recording April seventh. But big year, boys. Big fucking year, man. I mean, obviously we're gonna be living and dying with this team. This is all pretty much actually all. Obviously, I mean, this is all I'll be watching is Toronto Blue Jays. I really could give a fuck less about the rest of the league, but um. Yeah, we're at St. Louis this week. We got a Kikuchi start on the Tuesday, I want to say, obviously. Yeah, he'll be going on Tuesday against the Royals. Kind of ease him into it, maybe. Right, Dave? E- ease Kikuchi into that starting role. Make him face the Royals. Yep. Game one. Yep. Um, lock in, everyone. We got 162 fucking games plus to ride together. The boys are going to be buzzing on all cylinders. And uh Big meeting tomorrow for the Gate 14 boys. So everyone, actually, twenty or twenty five hours from now will be the meeting. It'll be like when the Pope, where they're picking the Pope, and the smoke is fucking. When the smoke releases from the chimney, that means they have a Pope. We'll let you guys know whatever happens. Happens. I think we'll be good with it. But uh, let's fucking ride, man. The merch is buzzing. Jr's buzzing with the website. The the stream deck or the deck that he made was insane. Just fucking galaxy brain shit. And next time you see us, potentially Jr. will be in St. Louis with the boys <laughs> on Friday, getting after it for that Saturday Sunday game with the twelve dollars tickets. So let's go, and uh, the vibes are just all time high. Any last words, fellas? I mean, obviously we're almost at the year anniversary, so we'll have a podcast for that. But we should get a cake for that. We should cake with all we the should, boys. We should. We uh, should. What we should do is we should film ourselves going to Dairy Queen, <laughs> getting a cake with all of our faces on it. And get blizzards together. Yeah, yeah well, maybe we'll put a PSA out there, get everyone at it. But are you uh, coming to our game tonight, Johnny? Yeah. What time is it? 
six. Yeah, I'll be there. Spectator Pratt pad my old man i'm gonna be i'm i'm gonna be behind the bench dude i heard some shit there's a lot of people coming to this game (laughs) can i be behind the bench that's the only way i'm coming yeah we okay people were pissed that you didn't come to the uh i'm gonna be wearing playoffs uh, and we lost i'll get some content over the 14 guys i'm gonna be wearing like a full coach's outfit not a suit i'm gonna be wearing jeans and you know that like uh classy zara like tan long jacket yeah, I want to be wearing that and like a nice all black hat that I wear, like the lug hockey hat. I want to be dialed in. You're going to look I'll like, be- do you know that manager who puts out clips uh, soccer in like the second league? That's the exact fit he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, that's what I'll be doing. I'll say anyway, let's fucking go Blue Jays, man. On pace for the biggest year of our young lives. Let's fucking ride, boys. Love you guys forever. Gate 14 to the fucking moon, man. And uh, let's have ourselves a season. Why not us?